Hi, I'm here to do week four, day five. It's on page 75 of the book. It's called The Not-So-Silent Years. So there's several um, scripture readings to do for this one, for this day. We're going to start with Psalms 115, 13, or I'm sorry, 3, 115, 3. Psalms 115, 3. For our God is in the heavens and he does as he wishes. Next, it's Job 42, 2. 42, 2. I know that you can do anything and no one can stop you. Then we skip over to Isaiah 46, 9 through 10. And do not forget the things I have done throughout history. For I am God, I alone I am God, and there is no one else like me. Only I can tell you what is going to happen even before it happens. Everything I plan will come to pass, for I do whatever I wish. And the last reading scripture is Psalms. Oh no. Psalms 18 30. I just realized I had I had closed that out, but I'm getting there. So we're looking for Psalms 18:30. Here we go. As for God, his way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all to look to him for protection. So there were four different readings. It was Psalms 115.3, Job 42.2, Isaiah 46.9-10, and Psalms 18.30. That is what we just went through. In the book on page 76, the period between the Testaments has often been called the silent years or the instrumental period. Yet during these 430 years, God was working and moving behind the scenes to create a situation that was ripe for the spread of the gospel in the first century. As the Old Testament ended, a remnant was able to return to the land. Yet many of the people still remained scattered. The Jerusalem walls and the temple were rebuilt, but things were not like they once were. Because many people did not have the ability to return to Jerusalem, synagogues began popping up throughout the region as a place where the people could hear and learn God's word under the leadership of rabbis or teachers of God's word. It was during this period that religious groups such as the Pharisees and the Sadducees began. It was also during that time that many Gentiles would convert or identify with the Jewish faith. Even the devastation of the exile and the diaspora would serve to spread the message and people of God throughout the world, creating an environment where the gospel was ready to spread. Assyrian and Babylon had conquered the northern and southern kingdoms, but at the end of the Old Testament, the empire of Persia was beginning their rule. In 334 BC came the rise of one of the most significant world rulers when Alexander the Great rose to power. During the majority of the intertestamental period, the Greek empire was a powerhouse that took the world by storm. The period would come to be known as the period of Hellenization. Gosh, that's a hard one to say. I can get the ending. 
because the impact of Greek culture would be seen in every area of life. Most significantly would be the spread of the Greek language as a common language. In 63 BC, Rome would conquer Jerusalem. With the coming of the Rome Empire would come the building of Roman roads that would make travel more accessible than it ever be before. At every step along the way, the story of scripture would have seen God's faithfulness in working behind the scenes and in ways we do not understand. In this period between the Testament is no different. God was sovereignly establishing kingdoms and moving nations to accomplish his great purpose. When the New Testament opens, there is a common language and a massive infraction of Roman roads that would make the spread of the gospel possibility. The Apostle, uh, epistle, uh, the epistles, that's what it is. The epistles of the New Testament and the message of Jesus would be carried on those roads and broke, uh, spoken in Greek to people all over Asia Minor that would be converted and captured by the grace of Jesus. Though 430 years is a long time to wait, God was moving and working every movement of those 430 long years that felt silent. This period reminds us his trust, and his promises. God would accomplish what he had promised, and we can trust him to do that for us as well. Question three, or one, I mean. <laughs> How did the events that took place during the inter intertestamental period prepare the way for the gospel to spread? Specifically, how would a common language and system of roads aid in spreading the gospel message? Question two. Think for a moment about how God used the, main of the, exile, the pain of the exile to bring about good. How does that encourage you in your own life? Question three. Read Psalm 1830 and meditate on what it means that God's way is perfect. What obstacles are there in our lives that keep us from trusting his plan? And that's the end of week four, day five.